When I was thinking about how to start this one, I jumped into some online forums and read through people's experiences with this kind of topic, and there was a lot of this. Storm or fog, and you're driving or you're about to set off somewhere, and something told people either to change lanes, you know, get away from the big rig or the other car, or stay put for a while, don't leave just yet because something bad might happen. They just kind of feel it, something in the back of their minds or even in their guts. What is that? It's not always for bad things. Sometimes it's good things or just unknown things, and it pushes us in a certain direction. What do we know about this kind of stuff? I've got questions. Mike here. How you doing? Today, we're going through gut feelings or that sixth sense. Not dead people. It's real world stuff. Or intuition. Pick your phrase. It's kind of all of that. And we've all been there with this. The whole thing just fascinates me, that the mind is so peculiar in so many ways. Joel Pearson, professor of cognitive neuroscience at the University of New South Wales, Sydney, Australia. A lot of people feel like they're being intuitive, they feel it in their body, in their gut. And while the, the gut is linked to the brain in a couple of really interesting ways, most of our decision making is all happening in the brain, even though it can often feel like it's happening in the body. Now, it can be physical, and we'll get to that, it can manifest, but first we're going to go from the brain on down. Top down. The important stuff goes on inside your skull. It's the unconscious information, if you will, being processed. It's contributing. It's helping you out to make these decisions. And that is the key. It'll sound familiar to the dream show. Just like the dreams are going over all this info through the day that you might not have picked up on, your intuition is giving you a nudge while you're awake. You feel like you should do something. Or maybe it's even quicker than that. You just act. You're acting on a feeling, and that feeling is one way to tap into this unconscious information. You want some scenarios? Okay, let's go. You meet someone, and you just know you don't like them. So let me unpack what's going on there. You've met hundreds of people in your life before, and your brain remembers all these different cues in the environment. Maybe it's their clothes, their hairstyle, their personality, their volume of their voice, aftershave. Out of thousands of things, you know, you're not even aware of these things. Your brain's processing them all the time. And your brain's also learned which of these things predicts good outcomes or bad outcomes. Let's do another. You walk into a restaurant and you go, yeah, I don't know about this one. I don't really want to eat here. And you walk out. Why? Just like meeting the person for the first time. You've been to hundreds of restaurants and cafes before, and your brain has learned that, yeah, that kind of music or this kind of stuff, this decor, the dust, whatever it's going to be, or maybe it's 10 different things, they all tend to predict bad food or bad coffee. And you're not consciously thinking through that logic. But your brain takes it all in at once and says, get out. And it's tapping into these associations, and that's an emotional association. Which is pretty cool, right? That we can do this? Unless it leads you astray. Because emotions, they can do that. Biases, stereotypes, those can be baked in. They can do that. So once you start to understand what intuition is, you can figure out when you should use it, when you can trust it, and when you can't. And so when you're emotional, that's sort of the number one rule. Don't use intuition when you're emotional. The other rules, use it in an area of expertise. You'll be more likely to be right. There are stories of doctors running a few extra tests because they had a hunch. They find something. Expertise. Use it in a familiar context so you're not thrown off by extra noise. Don't use it when it's a probability thing. Because we are really bad at that. Terrible at that. So anything around probabilities, rare events, people are terrified of shark attacks, right? But there's such a low probability of events. 
yeah, if your gut tells you don't get into the water because there's a shark and it's going to eat you, there's probably not a shark and it's probably not going to eat you. Speaking of eating, that kind of brings us to the last rule here. Things that tap into primal brain systems. So that's like strong urges to have another donut, have some more ice cream, <laughs> smoke another cigarette. That's not intuition. That's something else. So no excuses there. One more and we'll switch this up a little bit. Joel has been able to measure intuition. You can go read the study, but to sum it up, he had dots moving across the screen and asked people to say which direction they were going, generally right or left. Sometimes they'd flash pictures quick enough that people didn't register consciously, but they'd be something good or bad to elicit an emotional response deep down. And when that happened, the people learned. They were more likely to say more of the dots are going that way, one direction or the other. Something told them it's over there. It's to the right, even though they couldn't quite put their fingers on it. It just gives you that extra bit of information so you can make better decisions, even though it's unconscious. Speaking of decisions, let's see if we can make some good ones on a date. First date or date night, what we're talking about today definitely comes into play. People can feel it. It's even like when someone's in love, they have butterflies in their belly. It's the same idea. There's a flutter. There's a sensation that tells us to pay attention. Joey Garcia, relationship coach, love expert, author of When Your Heart Breaks, It's Opening to Love. And I asked her right at the beginning to address the idea of the spark. The spark is real, but the spark doesn't necessarily mean that you are destined to be romantic partners forever and ever. Yeah, she says the person across the table is triggering something in you that falls along a wide spectrum. Maybe it is forever and ever, but maybe it's just something else. Unfinished business or something in your past or something you want in the future. It's like when you look back and you say, they were good for me then, or I learned a lot. The spark... It took you there. Yes, yes. And I'm thinking of intuition a little differently too, Mike, in that for me, intuition is like a clear knowing about something, whereas my gut feeling is really that. It's a feeling, not an actual knowing that I need to move in a particular direction. I told you we'd come back to this part. She covered the butterflies, but how about a sinking feeling or sweating or tension or goosebumps or the rush of, huh, you can feel all that depending on the situation. You get enough of that to add up. It could push you into that knowing category. She says, don't discount this sixth sense of yours for either direction on the road, not just about when to jump into a relationship. Oh, this feels great. But it can also work the other way around when it's applied to should you stay in this relationship? Because that feeling is probably going to keep nagging at you that something isn't right. The challenge for most of us is we do get that clear message that says, end this now. This is a bad relationship, get out, or that's a bad sign, move on. But we are already attached by that point. Also, we live in a culture that says you are healthy and normal if you are uh, married or in a committed relationship. If you are alone, there's something wrong with you. So the reality is we have to shift and make clear our own personal understanding that being single is a lifestyle, being married is a lifestyle, and our intuition can guide us into the proper lifestyle for ourselves. And if you're going to let it guide you, same rules apply that we heard from Joel. Always put a check on it. I find the, the most helpful thing is just journaling, just writing down everything that is in your head, then stepping away from it and going back to it a few hours later, maybe a day later and reading it. I have seen things and I've clients have told me we can see clearly our mind on paper. And that's when we see like, oh, I. I'm a little crazy right now. 
<laughs> and we've all been a little crazy. Um, yes. Bottom line, before we get out of here. Um, putting ourselves out there is scary, but most things worth doing are a little scary, whatever it is. So we have to take the risk to move forward and let ourselves be present. And our gut can help us by giving us that internal awareness that might push us closer to taking the risk. I think we can sum it up by saying don't blindly trust your guts, your intuition, but make it a factor because it's real and it's there for a reason. Well, would you listen to that? The storm from the beginning has passed us by and it lasted just as long as we needed it to. Time to get going to the date or the job interview or whatever situation you're going to be in where you might use that gut. And whatever you're feeling like you should ask me, go ahead and ask it so we can turn these into topics. I've got questions at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to our editor, Cooper. This comes from KNX News 97.1 in Los Angeles. And we'll talk next week. New episodes on Thursdays.